The show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy. And I'm Ross Blotcher. And we are back. No, very good. Mm. I'm waving at you. Uh, Yeah, hello. Yeah, Yeah, hey, it's me, Carrie. Rude not to wave back. (laughs) Do you think Beck was named after Eck? Probably not, because he's a Scientologist. Scientologist. But you never know. You never know. You never know. What's Beck's real name? He goes by Beck Hansen. Oh, really? So I assume. Oh, that sounds familiar. Okay. I, so probably that. Should we go to the internet to solve this? Yeah, yeah. Hi, everyone. Ross is going to the internet. And while he does, I will give my standard monologue about Beck. Born in 1927. Oh. Beck was... <laughs> you know what? This is interesting. Born Beck David Campbell... Oh. But his original spelling of Beck is B-E-K. Oh, what? Yeah, right. That feels kind of Eck-like. Oh, my God. I feel like I tapped into something here. All right. Huh. We need more information. If you're Beck and you're listening to this, call us. Please. We need information. We both like Beck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a good Got to see musician. him in concert last year. That was yeah. cool. Anyway, anyway. Um, this isn't about Beck. No, it's about Ekinkar. Ekinkar. And all this time, we've been talking about Ekinkar. If you've heard our earlier episodes, if you will. Mm-hmm, I will. We've been referring to this secret thing that we went to. <laughs> and everyone's like, what could it possibly be? I can't figure it out. I don't have Google. I don't have any way to pick this up from context clues. So we're finally going to tell you about it. Now, Carrie, you told me that you have a really interesting story to tell. Yes, from today. Is it relevant to tell it now? Sure. So, you know how we've been studying the Eck materials? Yes. And we've been doing the Eck exercises. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to get our, what's it called? Our initiation. Initiation, yeah. So. Wait, did you already have your initiation? I don't know, but I don't know if this counts. I was sitting on this couch maybe two hours ago. We are on a yellowish green couch. Yeah. I was sitting on this couch here and suddenly it was like a like a bee was in my ear. <gasps> what? Like really, Buzzing of really a bee? Really suddenly just Enough I, where you have to swap yeah, this so thing I, away. I like hit my ear, right? <laughs> like you start slamming yourself with your hands. Yeah. No bug. And then I was like, that was weird. And then it <gasps> did it again. What? And then I I grabbed my laptop. I took it out. I took a video to capture this moment just in case it came back, which it didn't. But I have my reaction on video. And I was just waiting for it to happen again. And I like unplugged my ear and tried to see if anything was in there. Nothing. Couldn't find a bug. Nothing. This is amazing. Yeah. So I think it's all real. This is a story that 20 years from now you could tell at an X seminar. Absolutely. They would bring you up on stage. (laughs) And this story would and, be oh worthy of that venue. And they'd be like, she was like, guys, she was like a professional doubter. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, this is a, this is a big moment, this Carrie. Is a g- <laughs> well, congratulations. This is where the show takes a turn. <laughs> I am now an echist for real. Maybe. This is as big of a turn as what just happened in Game of Thrones. Yes, where a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a woman in there it. There is a woman. And her name starts with R N L S Q P or C. Neither of those, but keep going. No? Wait, oh, wait. all right, hold on. All right. Oh, this is tough. There's so R-L-P- many characters. NQS or C. <laughs> One of them asked to start. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes, okay. And she has 
long hair. All right. Well, not the one I was thinking of. I was thinking of the sea. Um, well, <laughs> but I there wasn't. are women with long hair. <laughs> well, I was thinking of one of them. Hmm. She has long hair. Okay. And N L P R Q S or C. <laughs> or wait, it might be C like. Okay. Like an E or an I or. It has a vowel in it. Her name oh, has def- a vowel Yes. In oh, it. That, that's amazing. Yeah. And she is over five feet tall. Okay. And she she goes to battle. Boy, I wish you read the audiobook either- like this for Game of Thrones. <laughs> she goes to battle either real wise or metaphorically. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. So I like that show. So more spoilers there. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Uh, did I get everything right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was yeah. amazing. I'm really good. I've been initiated. I had an interesting story to tell, but it's not at all Ekinkar related. Okay. I had a visit from some Mormon missionaries. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So we're diving back into 2011 to our Mormon investigation. Yeah. To all of you who are just recently listening to the show, you might not have heard our Mormon episodes, but that's... I'd say the one that people most often ask us to follow up on. Oh, mm-hmm. what, what's happened with the Mormons? Yeah, it was just Elder Johnson's birthday the other day, like two days ago. Oh, how nice. Yeah, happy birthday. Well, I got a text from two Mormon missionaries, young ladies from the Mormon church, and they wanted to see if they could stop by just to check up on me. Oh, okay, that's and nice. This has happened before. I'm still on the rolls as a Mormon. Mm-hmm. Uh, every now and then they just want to say, oh, why haven't we heard from you in a while? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I said yes initially, but I couldn't make the one day they'd suggested and then they suggested another day and I said okay well first I just want to be open with you and say mm-hmm. here's kind of my experience with the Mormon church and I gave the very quick version mentioned our podcast in the interest of full disclosure uh, but they responded to that and said we would definitely still love to come by and meet you are you free for us to stop by tonight around 7 p.m. oh nice oh, okay and they had my address already so great uh, yeah they showed up there I why they're not texting me yeah what's going on I don't know but I'm, I'm asking myself if I've changed my number since then. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, maybe maybe they've been trying this bacon maybe. carry number. <laughs> they've been knocking at my old door. Right. Yeah. I have moved since mm, that right. investigation, but they had my new address. And I know I've received mail from every now and then. I'll, I'll get some contact from the Mormon church. Anyway, so I go down to let these young ladies up and they must be, let's see, as a missionary, you're 17. Yeah, right around there. 18. 18. It's a two-year stint. Usually right after high school. One of the young ladies was from Argentina. Mm. And then the one who was kind of the maybe more experienced one, she did most of the talking. She was from Arizona. Okay. They had been working in various Burbank wards, moving around, and actually at the Studio City ward as well. So they had questions for me about that. But yeah, as I'm leading them up, you just feel weird. You've got two young ladies come to visit you in your apartment. You sit them down on your couch and Kara has gone to hide in the room. (laughs) She's afraid of Mormons. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, they came on way too strong when we were getting oh. our baptism. She's like, oh, I just, I don't want to be involved in any of this. Oh, I forgot she was there for the baptism. Mm-hmm. And Andrew was off with his friends shooting something. Mm-hmm. Later on, Cara told me, I was really tempted just to say, help from the back. <laughs> Thanks, Cara. That would be really helpful. She did eventually run out to grab her purse and they saw she was real. Uh-huh. So they wanted to just check up on me, see how I'm doing. They were curious about this whole podcast thing since I'd brought oh, that okay. up. So I told them about our adventure. 
Adventures mentioned that we join Scientology and various other religious groups and we do alternative medical treatments. One gal was really curious about Scientology, uh-huh. the gal from Arizona, because she lives near the North Hollywood Center that we got kicked oh, out, that you yeah. got very quickly kicked mm-hmm. out of. She said, oh yeah, well, when I'm done with my mission, I really want to go visit there and see what happens. So I gave her a little bit of warning just mm-hmm. about when to put your foot down with them. You'll be fine. Just, you know, make sure to set your boundaries. And they wanted to know things about my spiritual path and where I came from faith-wise, told them about Christianity and, and that whole journey. At one point they said, oh, but you still believe in God. No, no, I don't. But uh-huh. How did they react to that? Everything I said, they were just, oh, okay. Maybe well, very wide-eyed, but happy uh-huh. and yes and. You know, they were uh-huh. just kind of rolling with it. Every now and then we'd be talking about something and I'd mention, you know, Doctrine and Covenants 89 or Third Nephi or something like that. And they'd look at each other like, oh, how does he know that? <laughs> it's like, I just told you I spent like six months plus in the yeah, church. I wouldn't remember those verses. Oh, okay. And they wanted to get my honest take on what I thought of the Book of Mormon. And I, I said that whole- the musical? Really good. <laughs> yeah, we all sang a rousing chorus of Hasidika Evil Eye. <laughs> they wanted to know what did I think of it? And I said, well, uh, one thing that our elders kept saying to us was that it's just amazing that a 14-year-old could write this. And I said, the math doesn't work out. He wasn't 14. And they said, yeah, he wouldn't have been 14. I don't know where that oh. came from. Huh. So they agreed okay. to that. And huh. But I told them, you know, well, to be honest, it looked to me like someone just trying to replicate the language of the King James Version and mm-hmm. peppering it with a lot of, and it came to pass mm-hmm. references. And they said, well, yeah, there's a lot of that. Uh, and then I mentioned the book of Abraham and, you know, I I didn't get too off in the weeds, but I stated some of my red flags there. And then I mentioned Ekinkar. I was talking about that and saying how I see some similarities there in terms of its founding. Uh, but yeah, they were receptive to everything. They didn't seem to be offended by anything I said. And they want to invite me to future events. They said, we'll text you when we have things going on at the church. And they said, now it's not three hours anymore. It's a two hour service. Oh, okay. Interesting. uh, Across the Mormon church. They said, oh, there's all these other great changes that have been happening. I think you would like some of the changes that we've been making in the Mormon church. And I said, oh, yeah, it's it's very cool that the model works such that the religion is constantly updating its positions. Uh That has theological implications. But I like when they make changes for the better. Sometimes they're not. Yep. And uh, yeah, they seemed willing to kind of nod along with all of that. Huh. This is kind of reminding me of generals at a studio, like when studio assistants or whatever will take general meetings. They want to be like, oh, I've been having so many meetings. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, no, I'm not familiar okay. with that process. Yeah, so like there's the studio heads and then there's all the people under them and the people under them bring them all the cool ideas for new movies and TV shows, right? So those people who are underneath the studio heads take what are called generals and they're just meetings where they meet interesting people and they're like, Carrie Poppy, do you have a movie idea? Wow, interesting. Oh, I met so many interesting people. There's this woman named Carrie Poppy, met with her. And they just take these meetings all day. Just so they can say they've had meetings? So they can say they've had meetings. You know, maybe one out of every 400 will become become useful. But you at least could say, like, you're so busy taking all these generals. Oh, man, so many generals. I've been on a lot of generals. I might be jaded about it. (laughs) That's so, wow, that's wild. I suspected something like that in that they might have to report, you know, we've met with X number of people. Yeah. Oh, you're some weird dude with a podcast. Well, what the heck? It'll be another meeting under our belt. Exactly. Yeah. But you said yes. You didn't slam a door in our face. Right. Perfect. And I was asking them. One step closer to Jesus. (laughs) Right. I was 
asking them for questions about that. You know, I'm sure you encounter a wide range of reactions Mm -hmm. as missionaries. And oh, yes. Uh, (laughs) Your eyes got really wide in that impression. Yes, and did hers. Yeah, it was was fun. And we actually knew some mutual friends. Oh, nice. Uh, The gal from Argentina mentioned that she's interested in animation. I said, oh. Oh. And so we talked a bit about that. And I said, oh, we've got quite a few Mormons where I work. Oh, yeah, we know him and his wife. Oh, nice. Yeah, kind of fun. It was delightful. Nice. It was a great meeting. I told my dad this whole story, and he mentioned the missionaries who'd come by his house when he was growing up in Ukiah, Uh and they were the same missionaries that converted his sister. My aunt is a Mormon, and he said the main thing that turned him off of Mormonism was that they gave him a book of Mormon and asked him to read it, and he said he dutifully did, but he noticed as he got to certain pages, a couple of them were stuck together with some sticky material. Okay. And so he had to sort of purposefully pry them apart, and then they wouldn't go back together. Uh-huh. When the Mormons came back, they asked him if he'd read the book, but then they asked to borrow it back, and they kind of flipped through. And he said, did you add sticky material there to make sure that I read the book? And they said, oh, no, 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 we didn't do anything like that. Huh. And so he's convinced they lied to him. Oh, and wow. And he said, oh, I want nothing. That it was do. a test to make sure he had really read it. Right. Which they could have copped to and said, yeah, and you yeah. passed the test. Yeah, that's strange. But he felt that they lied to him. And he said, I want nothing to do with these Mormons. Wow. That's so don't do that, Mormons. skeptical, Ross's dad. But That's my dad. Okay. <laughs> hey, we've all got our bugaboos. Yeah. Well, what a tale. There you go. So that that's was our. for our show. <laughs> that was our little Mormon segue. So anyway, we went to the Ack. Spring seminar. Yes. So this is their big, well, it's one of two big seminars they have during the year. Right. There's one in April, one in October. We went to the one in April, and it was located in Minneapolis. Yeah, Minneapolis, Minnesota. And both of us thought, oh, cool. Well, we're going to go to this seminar. It's going to be at the temple. Awesome. Let's go back to the temple. We love that temple. It wasn't until you talked to Chris Stedman. So like maybe a week or two before we left, we still hadn't booked our lodging. And I thought, I'm just going to double check that it's at the temple. I was looking for Airbnbs near the temple yeah but you know i just realized like oh none of the materials actually say that i'm sure it is but i just want to double check i called couldn't get through the website was being a little cagey about where it was located Uh yeah so finally i was i was really stressed out and i was doing all this other stuff and i was like chris can you do me a favor and call and you'll also be from a minnesota number and do you think you can find this out for us and he was very sweet and did he was able to get a hold of them and find out, no, no, it's at this hotel downtown. And I was like, oh, thank God for Chris, because I would have just given up and said, oh, I'm sure it's at the temple. Right. And we would have shown up at the temple and. Yep. Been like. Had a you. very. <laughs> <laughs> had a very friendly conversation with whoever was there. I'm sure whoever was there would be like, oh, you're supposed to be here at the temple. That's how it's supposed to go. Go sing the hue by yourself. <laughs> there was a discount. If you became an EC member before going to the EC seminar. Well, sort of. Really? There is, but then, okay, so we both became members. Yes. And then we discovered one of us could have been a guest of a member for like $40. And we had both spent $200 on our membership pass. Well, if you ordered online in Uh advance, registration was $185. Oh, okay. So you saved a little bit. At the door, it was $200. And And actually, it isn't even $200. When I went to do it, they said, so the suggested donation is $200, but we'll accept any donation. So I could have given them 10 bucks, but I was like, oh, it's fine. For the conference? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. The person in front of me paid $100. 
Okay. I just felt not right doing it. Yeah. So I said, no, oh, 200, that's fine. I uh, mean, for these conferences, we were used to paying that or more. Oh, so. yeah. I would have felt like cheating the system. Yeah. But the ECK membership itself was also a voluntary mm-hmm. amount. You could have chosen anything you wanted, but they suggested $60. Okay. I gave them $60. I think I did too. And don't j- recall for sure. Just before I was leaving for the conference, my membership arrived. So you get a membership number. Yep. And you guys can all do this if you want to become ECK members. Doesn't take, you know, you don't need to have even gone to any meetings. You don't need to prove anything. Yeah, they're they don't, happy to have you. There's no shibboleths. They don't ask you any questions. You get their discourses, which includes the book The Easy Way. Yeah. That's a good one. That's an important one. That's how you learn the second most important exercise. You might say that they're a powerful study plan that unlocks the wisdom inside you. You might. And then they send you the Mystic World. That's their quarterly newsletter. And you get spiritual study classes, or at least you get invited to go join other ECK members. And you get your membership guidebook. That's the book we were talking about last time, The Wonderful World of ECK. So That's a good one. I read that. A good deal for your $60. Pretty good. If you want to go join. What does this most remind you of, of the groups that we've joined before? Self-realization fellowship. Same. Yeah. Yeah. You sign up and you get the leader's thoughts of the month every Mm -hmm. month. And your Kriya Yoga instructions Mm -hmm. in in that case. And then I was able to sign up for the 2019 EK Springtime Seminar. And what is the catchphrase for this seminar? Shining your light as soul. Not shining your light asshole. No. You know, I'm looking at the screenshot you took of the website and Mm -hmm. as soul seems to be just a slightly smaller font than the rest, but so barely smaller. Hmm. Right? Yeah. What's going on? Shining your light as soul. And on the website was a video, The Rhythm of Being. With the lovely photos of people who had attended previous seminars, letting us know this is what you'll experience. With a nice soporific song. Mm-hmm. The rhythm of being Hugh. Right. Sung by a man in the process of falling asleep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then they tell you that the events are at the Hilton Minneapolis Hotel. Yeah, finally we know. So I got us an Airbnb right down the street and then lost my way to and from the conference with every single oh, walk. Yeah. I don't know what was happening. Is this a normal sense of direction thing or just Minneapolis Not was really? throwing you off? Yeah, I mean, well, so the first time that I tried to walk with my GPS, the GPS couldn't figure it out. And so I think I just didn't lock in my sense of like, okay, I get it. I go up into the left. It just never quite yeah, happened. Yeah, your GPS was haywire. One day, Carrie left early and I said, yeah, I'll come back later and join you. <laughs> And I left like 25 minutes later and I found you on the street. Just looking around, scratching my head. (laughs) Coming back? What's going on here? There was another day we were walking back and you you stopped and you pointed one direction. Yeah, and I said, wait, no, I usually go this way. And you said, when you're going the wrong way? (laughs) And I said, yes. (laughs) Because it was exactly the opposite direction. It was wrong. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. My Something night, in the internal air. compass couldn't do it. But the biggest reason why we wanted to go to this conference is because we would actually get to see Sri Harold Klemp. <gasps> Sri Harold Klemp. The Mahanta. The living, living Ekmaster, Master. The God-realized spiritual teacher will speak in person. Woof. We're going to breathe his air. Carrie has just lightened up the room. Mm-hmm. With a... The little picture of the Mahanta. A lovely, smiling picture. It looks like he's laughing. Yeah. It's a little pocket-sized photo I bought at the conference and put in a little frame, and I keep it in my house. I'm an Eckist! 
How much did that cost you? The picture, I think, was five fifty. Okay. Five dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, five hundred fifty dollars. It's the size of a baseball card. Yeah, it's a little overpriced, but not ridiculous. I got an identical one for our agent Josh. Yeah, yeah, he seemed to appreciate that. I hope that he's finally found his way. That's a very nice frame. Thank you. Suitable for a godman. Mm-hmm. I think so. I got it at Marshall's. So. We went. Yeah, we showed up. We flew all the way to Minneapolis. Yes, we did. We used all those wonderful donor dollars. Thank you for yes, supporting us. Thank you. We brought Ella Poppy. Oh, yeah. She doesn't come on every investigation. In fact, she doesn't come on most. And you came out before I did. Yes, I did to hang out with our pal, Chris Studman. And, uh, oh, important fact about our Airbnb, said it had two beds, did not. Right. Did not. Had to get you an air mattress. Had a convertible futon that refused to convert. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's not what this show about so what do we do first we showed up at the hilton uh you signed up at the registration desk mm-hmm. we got our name tags they'd already pre-sent me my name tag so i just put that in a little plastic thingeting they had me write my name on a tag then i forgot the tag twice so i ended up <laughs> with three of them that's right I, I noticed at the airbnb there was a steadily growing pile of tags <laughs> I was just losing my way, losing my tags, didn't know what was going on. Oh, good. Well, the first day I got there, I arrived super late and didn't end up going to bed till like 4.30 in the morning. And we had to get up at 8 to get over there. And I was like, oh, come on. I don't want to be all ragged going to this. So I was. Uh, By the way, this was the year of giving. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. I think they have like a rotation of six different year. Oh, I think it's 12. 12. I might be wrong. No, no, you might be right. Okay. I saw the wheel at some point it's like it's kind of like the um a wheel yeah it's kind of like you know the chinese new year how there's a wheel that they like roll through and oh, the, yeah. the year of the dog and that'll come around again and whatever well, that would make years. sense yeah so i think it's the same idea so right now we're at the year of giving and we'll be back at the year of giving in however many years very appropriate for a non-profit i thought there was going to be more of a focus on donations so did i and there's not no not a heavy sell yeah i don't feel there's any money grubbing going on here Mm-mm, i can say really. that from the outset but they do have a very active bookshop. Oh, boy. And you know who went to that bookshop. Oh, yeah. Carrie was Carrie in the Poppy. bookshop long before I got uh, there. Yeah. Oh, I got some books, you guys. <laughs> and I've read a good good lot of them. And this was, I would say, the best stocked bookshop of any of our investigations. Mm. I think of Scientology. They have many copies of... The same books. Right. They'll yeah. have, like, we have an entire shelf of this one book... And we're going to impress you by having 40 covers of the same book? I don't know what that's all about. Um, What about the Philosophical Research Society? Well, that has a very impressive bookshop. You might even say a bookshop. Hi, Brooke. With a wide variety. Oh, now, if I had to get locked inside one bookshop. It would be that one. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. But the, yeah, they cover a lot of different topics it's there. so many, though, that it's almost a library. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That you can buy stuff from. Yeah. But yeah. So it's a bookshop. Still, it's very impressive, though, how many books were inside this. And almost yeah. all of them authored by Shri Harold Klemp. Shri Harold Klemp. Well, they had two rooms, and one was for exclusively materials by Shri Harold Klemp, and the other was other, <laughs> including their founder, Paul Twitchell. Paul Twitchell. Wow. And none by Shri Darwin Gross. Of course. Yeah. He gets left out, even though he sang so beautifully. Yeah, he's a beautiful man. Dead, though. So first point of order is to go upstairs. There's three levels to the conference area of this hotel. Yeah, busy conference. And so we were handed these, what do you call these, Carrie? Uh, 
programs. We ran these programs of all of the upcoming events. And Friday was the first day. Mm -hmm. And they begin with the Hue song. Gotta start with that sweet Hue. We wanted to be there for the Hue. So we had to head up to the third floor for the Hue song. And this was inside their main hall, the main big, event location. Big room. They were cagey. I'll tell you in advance here. I would occasionally stop by the registration desk every time I saw a new person there and ask, hey, how many people signed up? Mm-hmm. You know, just, I'm just a guy and I'm curious mm-hmm. in general. And I would get a variety of responses, sometimes ones that made me suspect they knew but didn't want to tell me. Oh, that's so weird. I, I could be wrong Why? about that, but that was just the impression I got like none of your business, buddy. Huh. And then other times just genuine befuddlement. I don't know. Why would I think to ask such a thing? Huh. But you think at a registration desk, they'd be like, hey, this year we got, you know, like yeah. 2,000. Yeah. But I counted chairs, at least roughly, in that giant hall, which seemed to fill up pretty full. And there were over 1,800 chairs. Okay. So there you go. Somewhere in that range, I yeah. would say. Say about 1,800 people there. I feel like I never saw it totally full, but... Even when they suspected it would be totally yeah. full. Yeah. But maybe like 1,400, 1,500. Yeah, definitely that. Which is bigger than the yeah, temple. Yeah, why they did it. Yeah. But... I also don't see why they did it. Because it must have cost them quite a yeah, you pretty penny. Yeah, you have a sweet-ass temple. They did have occasional buses going over to visit the temple. They encouraged you to do that. We've yeah. been there. I paid We'd 10 bucks that. to have that shuttle in case I needed it. Oh. I had the shuttle You pass. added that. Oh. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what I did? So I got the $200 pass. Deluxe. Gave, gave the donation, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, thank you. Thank you for paying the whole amount. And she said... Do you also want to get the bus pass? He suggested donation is $10. And I said, okay, well, how about we still do the 200 but you throw in that bus pass. Oh, okay. And she, and she said, oh, okay, so, so I guess then. we'll make it, yeah, what, what would you like to do? 150 and 50 for the bus pass, 190 and 10 for the bus pass. <laughs> Knock yourself out, lady. You know what? $10 for a conference right. entrance, 190 for the bus exactly. pass. It's like, whatever. I want to see you write that. <laughs> I'm watching. Okay. Okay. And how many people registered? Hi, I'm Joe Firestone. And I'm Manolo Moreno. And we're the hosts of Dr. Game Show, which is a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners, regardless of quality or content, with in-studio guests and callers from all over the world. And you can win a custom a magnet. A custom magnet. Subscribe now to make sure you get our next episode. What's an example of a game, Manolo? Pokemon or medication. How do you play that? You have to guess if something's a Pokemon name or mm-hmm. a Medi- medication. Medication. First-time listener, if you want to listen to episode highlights and also know know how to participate follow dr game show on facebook instagram and twitter we'd love to hear yeah, from you it's really fun for the whole family we'll be every other wednesday starting march 13th and we're coming to max fun snorlax pokemon yes nice Anyway, so we finally go into this big room, and it's time to sing the hue with all our pals. Yeah, and this room is gigantic. It's got a super high ceiling. You'd have to work hard if you were going to throw a rock and hit the ceiling. Mm -hmm. You'd have to put a lot of muscle into that. Sure, which don't. Don't do Why would you do that? That's so rude. What's the matter with you? Oh, I liked at the back they had a table with water. Uh-huh. And a picture of Shri Harold Clown. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, this, it's a surface. We should probably put a picture of Harold on it. Yeah, clearly someone comes with just a box full of 8x10s of Shri Harold Clown and has to just put them on everything. Yeah, yeah. Which surfaces would support a picture of Shri Harold? Let's put one there. Let's put one there. 
And so it's your typical gigantic convention center main hall. There's two big screens toward the front to amplify whatever the cameras are at. They've got a camera crew. It's a, it's a multi-camera deal. Mm-hmm. There are big glowing X symbols. Mm-hmm. That beautiful X symbol by Sarah... Helen Baird. By Helen Baird. Hero to Ross Blotcher and humanity. It's yeah. it's well lit. Yeah, it looks like, you know, they know what they're doing. There's a baby grand piano up there. What would you say the average age at this conference is? I would say the average... Late 50s? Age, yes. There, there are some younger people, but yeah, I would say mid to late 50s would be the average. So a lot of older folks. Now, this is interesting. I would say my guess would be maybe... 60% white folks mm-hmm. and maybe 30% black African people. African American, yeah. yeah. And not just African American. Yeah. African. People from Africa, yeah. Apparently, Ekankar has blown up in Africa. Yeah, someone mentioned why that I didn't look into whether this is accurate. but this Or accurate. Or accurate, but someone said that the two points of light appear in Chanhassen and in one of the African nations, and I can't remember which oh, one. Oh, yeah. well, that's cool. Yeah. This reminds me of the Aetherius Society that has the 19 sacred mountains oh, right. around yeah. the world. So there's two points of light. Yeah, I think it goes straight through the earth is the idea. Oh, so... The, is that... Would that go to Africa, the though? Antipodal people on the other side of Minneapolis... Well, now I really want to bring up a globe. Yeah, it doesn't seem... Do you have an actual globe globe? Only in my office. Ross is using the computer, folks. He's using the computer again, which means I can give my Beck monologue. Beck, born in 1926, was the son son and daughter of Mr. Beck Shrewd and Mrs. Becky Bachman. They were hospitality nurses. What are those, you say? Well... They're nurses who work at a hotel, and they would go from room to room curing <laughs> the sickness of, yes, Ross, oh, I, you're back. I love that Google Maps finally updated the web interface so that if you zoom out, it zooms out to a globe. Oh, cool. Yeah, we're looking Take at Take that, globe. Flat Earthers. Oh, whoa. Ross is getting aggro. Oh, man. We're on this one Flat Earth group <laughs> on You've Facebook. You've been very active in it. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, a- I'm more active in the Teal Swan group. You're more active in the Flat Earther That's true. Globe. The guy who's really active there is Mick West. He's the guy who created Metabunk. Yeah. And he goes in and he just offers sensible, factual answers to all these questions they ask. Like, how do you have gas in a vacuum? Explain that, you know, that it doesn't all just float away. So then he explains escape velocity and the velocity of the particles and Mm -hmm. gradients of particles. And then they call him a hack. They call him a shill. They call him all these terms. But he just keeps providing these gentle, factual answers. Good for him. Yeah. Very good for him. Oh, okay. Mm, No, I don't think so. So maybe the shaft of light just goes like, you know, through the side of the earth. Yeah, I'm getting a very strong sense that that shaft, if it did go straight through Chanhassen, it would come out in the Indian Ocean. If you were completely going through the center of Earth. But if you believe in the No, but I'm saying earth. even if you believe in the Earth, <laughs> yeah. the shaft could go through. So picture a ball. You could stick a rod through a ball at any point oh, in it, right? any two points, sure. Yeah. That's so, all you need to define a line. Yeah. So, there you go. So, you know, maybe buy it. the- Guys, ever since that buzzing noise, it just- I believe all of it. It's so true. I believe all of it. Well, anyway, I've met people from Togo, Nigeria. I'm trying to remember which other countries, but yeah, a lot of people from Africa. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. So it's time to sing the hue. It sure is. 
So we were seated somewhere in the middle. There's a bunch of officiants, volunteers standing all around the place. And they're always just keeping an eye on you and pointing you where you should go and where you should sit. And I don't know, there, there's something to me that feels a little weird about being handled by a bunch of people, mm-hmm. like walking through a gauntlet of people pointing, oh, go over here. Oh, yeah. I'm watching. I don't know. It, it got creepier later, but at this point, it just still felt kind of weird. There's always a bunch of people standing in the middle of each aisle, facing away from the stage and looking at all of you. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to like get an authoritarian vibe, just have too many people with not a lot to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like everyone's behaving. You don't really need all of this oversight but now people are going to feel like, well, I need to validate the fact that I'm here, so I'm watching closely. Right. You know, a good chunk of them are little white-haired ladies, mm-hmm. and only some of them are guys in suits. And It's not like the Melissa Scott Church where you have oh, right. a whole platoon of men in Navy suits wearing earpieces. Right, totally. So yeah, I think we're actually in the second row of our section, and in front of me was a service doggy. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah, that must have been a highlight for you. Yeah, it's very exciting. this whole conference. That doggy did not sing the hue, though. Hue, that would have been very cute. Hue. I wish. So we started... Singing the hue thanks to Maureen Dixon. Yeah, she kicked this off. She gave us a quote from The Sound of Soul. You know, very typical Howard sort of thing. How the hue has been practiced for thousands of years in one form or another. In one form or another. It's a single sound, but okay. And the person singing it tunes into higher spiritual awareness, and it's a carrier of love. Maureen Dixon is a former elementary school principal from British Columbia, and it shows. She is just adorable. She could get a room together. Everybody pay attention, please. This is very much like the school assembly. But yeah, we launched into our hue, and it was a true half-hour hue. Yeah. So there was a guy making these very dissonant sounds that really cracked mm-hmm. us up. Everyone would be going, hue, and he'd be like, <laughs> I don't think it was this one, but there was one where a guy would very much pronounce the hue. Oh, I thought that was you. Hue. No, it was some other oh, guy. Oh, I wrote down <laughs> Ross cracked himself up going, hey, you. Oh, I think that's when I was copying that guy. Oh, okay. But yeah, a hue. <laughs> he was aspirating the H sound. Anyways, it gave me a good chuckle. That's fun. And then there was a sound guy up in front of us who was, you know, operating the soundboard. He looked so bored. I don't think he was an echist. And so I think at first he was like, what is this? And then 10 minutes in, you're like, oh. They're just going to sing this noise. And he was like nodding off and he'd <laughs> kind of fall forward and then jerk himself up like, OK, no, 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 you're at work. You're at work. It's great to watch. At nine in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and after the half hour of hewing, we had a three minute moment of silence. We were invited to a moment of contemplation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It also smelled like rose water in there. Oh, Very interesting. Pleasant. And of course, you have to end the hue with let the blessings be. May the blessings be. May the blessings be. You're right. You're right. Don't let them. May them. <laughs> yeah. It's a hope, not a command. May the road rise up to meet you. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Now we had on our schedule, we had divergent activities. So I always have mixed feelings about this at a conference where you have to- I don't to... think so. Isn't this where we both went to Path to Self-Realization? Oh, yeah. Well, you and I didn't have divergent activities, but oh. the conference itself now breaks yes. up into sessions. You got to make choices about where you're going. Yes, okay. And mm-hmm. a little- Parallel com- tracks. Completionist me. I can't go to everything. Ah, uh, okay. Then again, like South by Southwest is the ultimate version of that where you have 18 things going on at once and mm-hmm. nine of them sound really interesting. Anyways, what were our options? We had- 
Shining Your Light as a Family in the Year of Giving. No. Living in the Confidence of Soul. No. But it's a workshop, Carrie. Okay. Mm. You have the Arahada's Treasure Chest, Good Questions. Oh, I like questions. Sorry, that's second initiates and above only. I should have told them about my B sound. Precognitively tell them your B story. Well, you know, now I'm thinking about it. Maybe I should call and tell them. Ask them what they think. They'd be excited. I hope so. I'm excited. I bet they would agree. Yeah, you had an initiation, and later on you'll realize that you saw Shri Harold Clem. Maybe tonight I will. Oh, maybe tonight I will. (laughs) Carrie. (laughs) Oh, wow. You have no idea, everybody. Like, (laughs) Carrie just melted into excitement. Oh my god maybe i'll put him oh i'll take the photo and i'll put it by the bed do it so that yeah yeah I'll focus on him as i go to sleep absolutely oh my god cross your fingers for me it's the easy way carrie just focus on your uh, oh, third eye yeah and picture him and picture him or nothing it's tree herald or nothing <laughs> yeah that's we learned that in an earlier episode <laughs> those are your options tree herald or nothing so all of these there's a little spreadsheet on our program here uh, all of these events are rated for either all attendees ec members or high initiates okay so we are ec members right but not second initiates correct we also had the option to go to creating Eck plays for stage. That's well, that was a little tempting. That's for members, and we can do that. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. Also, Eck Youth and Family Program Forum. It says by invitation. Hmm. We were not invited to that. Rude. And there's a roundtable session. So lots to choose from. We- now, some of them have a little symbol next to it. And what does that mean? It means if you're new to Eck, these are recommended, I think. Yeah, it's, okay. a, it's a little heart with a path coming from it. Kind of looks, looks like the very much like the way Scientology, to right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then there's another symbol here. It looks like the, where you have the card that you need to put in the chip reader. Mm-hmm. It looks like the little chip on oh, the chip okay. reader, but yep. yellow. Yeah, what's that all about? Oh, that's the Hue songs. Oh, okay. They're just letting us know. Time to get your hue on. Hue granted. So we went to the path to self-realization, a look into the mirror. Yeah. I'm talking about the man Man in the the mirror. mirror. That documentary was disturbing. Okay. So I needed to go and get coffee. I was very tired and I was like, I'm going to go run and grab coffee. And I did. And then I really had to poop. Okay. So I had to go poop. I've heard people say that. Does coffee make you need to poop? Oh, yeah. Okay. I yeah. believe it. Oh, wow. Wow. I don't drink coffee. Oh, wow. As I was mentioning to my Mormon visitors, I was saying, oh, right. I often joke that I feel like a good Mormon because I don't drink coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't really drink alcohol much. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. You know, monogamous and all that. So mm-hmm. I just feel like a Mormon. Yeah, I like okay. to help people move. That's true. How much more Mormon can you be? (laughs) You could believe in it. Anyway, I went and got coffee. Then I had to poop. And so I had to go and join you. You were already there. You really liked that joke. Well, I love that we're telling everybody this. This is important. Yeah, 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 yeah. very important. But so I come back. I still have my hot drink, which now that I'm looking at my notes, did I bring the coffee (laughs) into the bathroom? Maybe I hope I set it down. You had to. God, I hope I set it down. Anyway. Probably handed it to a guy outside and watched this. Maybe. Don't drink. (laughs) But yeah, so I tried to come back in and they said, oh, you can't bring that in. Oh, no. And I was like, what? But I need this. I need this. This is anti-hot drinks. I don't like it. Yeah, you'll get a bad rating. Yeah, exactly. I should have told them. Because they hand out rating sheets as you walk in. Like, you want me to mark this fucker up? Because I will. (laughs) It's 9.30. (laughs) But she said, well, what's in it? 
And I said, coffee. And she was like, yeah, you can't bring it in. And then I thought, oh, okay. Maybe it's convention rules. They don't want to get a bunch of coffee stains. Thought that might be it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's it. <gasps> oh, I, I know where you're going it. with this. Because later I was reading some of my Twitch materials. Mm-hmm. Paul Twitchell, I call him the Twitch. And he was anti-caffeine. Yeah, He was more strongly anti-caffeine. And it seems like you found Shri Harold is mildly anti. A little, yeah. He's a little more lax. Decaf. More like, hey, yeah, it would be probably be best if you abstain from caffeine. I'm not going to make it a big old rule. This feels like a really good summary of X doctrinal path over time. Uh-huh. To yeah. To go from like a really bold, wild statement to. To Shri Harold being like, you know, it's probably best, but I'm not going to tell you what to do. I ain't your papa. Yeah. Shri Harold is not your papa. No, he's not. Uh, so the description for this workshop was, get ready to become a greater flame of love. Try profound spiritual exercises to see the true reflection of your divine nature. Infuse more love and harmony into every moment of living. And this was on the second floor and led by Sebastian, Kevin, and, and Diane. Diane. And you were in the fifth row. I came and joined you. Hey, hey. The first thing we had to do was do an exercise to find out our divine qualities. Ooh, And yeah. what exercise do you think it will be? What do you think? I'm trying to remember. They had a slide up that listed a bunch of these qualities. Uh-huh. Yeah, how did we find them out? Sing the hue. Oh, of course. <laughs> I don't think we had one meeting that did not involve singing the hue. No, and I just love it when they play it up like, oh, we're going to do an important exercise. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to tell you what it is, but this one's really going to do this specific thing. And then, oh, Are you it's ready? the hue again. You ready for this? All right, we're going to sing the hue. Yeah. <laughs> just like, why? Why don't you just introduce it as, so we're going to sing the hue and this time we're going to focus on X? No. I wrote in my notes here, good way to fill time. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, And then we did an exercise where we were supposed to picture the Mahanta in front of a whiteboard. Oh, yeah. And ask him to show us our godlike qualities. Mm -hmm. We were given a slide that told us the qualities of soul, the divine qualities of soul. Mm. Adventurous, beautiful, confident, creative, eternal, free, lives in the present moment, giving, Happy. I love it when there's a list of a bunch of one word items and then mm-hmm. they throw in the lives in the present moment. <laughs> a humble love. Unique. Yeah, why not like mindful? Seeing, knowing, and being. Uh, yeah, mindful. That's a good one. Go. That's all I wrote anyway. There could have been more. That's a lot of stuff. So when you did this exercise where you had to picture the Mahanta writing your godlike qualities, what did you see? I don't I didn't write anything. I wrote down nothing came to me. We have no godlike qualities. Well. Well. Hmm. Huh. But you know what does have godlike qualities? Yes, I do. <laughs> Third love. Exactly. Uh-huh. You knew exactly what I was thinking. And it's a real coincidence because this episode's brought to you in part by Third Love. What? I know. They make one of my favorite bras. And Kara likes hers. Absolutely. See? And they've probably got one for you if you wear bras because they offer more than 70 sizes designed with breast size and shape in mind. And you can order them online and try them on at home. They have a fit finder quiz, so you answer a few simple questions, and then you find your perfect fit in 60 seconds. That's how I found mine, and they did suggest a size adjustment based on my usual size and how I said it fit, and I did like the size that they suggested more. Oh, nice. And you have a 100% fit guarantee. Every customer 
customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, put it to the test, and if you don't love it, just return it and Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. In that order. Third Love features straps that won't slip. <gasps> love it. Tagless labels. Good. And lightweight memory foam cups, all designed to be super comfortable. It's all true. I like the tagless labels thing. That's nice. Oh, definitely. I feel that's something I'm always doing for car. Like, here, let me tuck that in. Oh, yeah, totally. And Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash oh no now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash oh no for 15% off today. Now my breasts are round. That's normal. Uh, Yeah, it's typical. What, what if they were... What if they were square? Well, you'd have to put them in a square... Space, space of some kind exactly and you know what i didn't even mean to do this but this episode is also sponsored in part by squarespace this is how carrie's mind works yeah i was just talking squarespace you might have heard us talk about it before it's a website where you can make your own website exactly it's like a like a mommy or a daddy website squarespace lets you go sign up start making a website without paying anything you mm-hmm. can get started and make sure it's the proper fit for you before you actually sign up, which I think is super cool. Because yeah. maybe you get there and you decide, you know what? Websites aren't for me. Well, I hate websites. I hate the net. <laughs> well, that's okay. No harm, no foul. And whatever your idea is, you can make it stand out with a beautiful website from Squarespace. You can use it to showcase your work, sell products, services, announce an upcoming event or a special project. And Squarespace does this by giving you beautiful, customizable templates created by world-class designers, Ross. And everything's optimized for mobile right out of the box. You've got a built-in search engine optimization. Nice. You've got 24-7 award-winning customer support. So go there, check out squarespace.com for your free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code ONO to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com and enter code ONO. Anyway. The presenters were taking turns. I think it was Sebastian who led us in the contemplation. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin came up. He was a older white gentleman in a gray suit with uh, white hair but dark eyebrows. Always Didn't thought, notice that. I think that's interesting. I have that combo. Well, I don't have white hair, but I have like light oh, hair darker and dark eyebrows. eyebrows. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he told this story of someone asking the Mahanta what meditation is like. And there was a baby there at a, on a blanket with some family. And he went down and he got on the blanket next to the baby. And he rolled over onto his back and stuck his feet and hands up in the air. <laughs> and he cooed and made yeah baby noises and uh, underlined what we've all heard in the Bible. You must <laughs> right. be like a child. Right. But I really wish I could see Shree Harold Clamp doing that. Yeah. Also, like, what a gig being the Mahanta that you just get to do that kind of thing. And everyone's like, so wise. Wow. So great. Can't believe he did it. It's good to be the Mahanta. Yeah. He's so humble. I see why people back like a baby. start religions. Yeah. Sweet gig. Not that it's not good wisdom. It is. It's just when you're up on a pedestal like that, everything you do can be put in any sort of positive light. Right. And it. I feel with a lot of the groups that we've looked into and some that we haven't, I'm thinking of the Wild Country documentary and the mm-hmm. Rajneesh Param where Osho would you know, just decide not to talk for 
mm-hmm. a year or They'd something. Like, wow, so wise, I can't believe yeah, it. Yeah, wow, oh, that's amazing. Where it seems like you're almost testing this out. I feel L. Ron Hubbard did that mm-hmm. a lot. Like, oh, let's just see how far I can extend this implicit trust in everything I do. Or Brazzo. Mm-hmm. Or Donald Trump. Ma- I could shoot someone oh, yeah. on Fifth Avenue. Yeah, God. Or I think maybe my favorite example, Alistair Crowley. Oh. Just writing all this gobbledygook and being like, you will march around four times, then you will come out of a coffin, <laughs> and then you will put a sword on a lady, and they're like, okay, we got it, 100%. All of you will cram yourself into this little phone booth (laughs) (laughs) shaped box. And you will take it very seriously. Okay, you got it, Alistair. With with one foot tucked into the arch of (laughs) the other foot at a 45 degree angle. Yeah. Amazing. Oh boy, that guy. It's good to be the cult leader. But I gotta say, the new documentary, Hail Satan, question mark? Hail Satan? 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 Pretty good, I liked it. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think you'll like it I haven't seen it, okay. It's about the modern day Satanist movement, which is mostly uh, secular people who are just doing activism Hmm. about church-state separation. Is it uh, streaming on one of the services? I don't know, I saw it at the Lemley. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good. So here we get into another common theme at all of these workshops, which is now split up into groups. Talk to thy neighbor. And I've got to admit, at first I thought, oh, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't feeling it in this um, moment either. And oh then I was God. so glad the person next to me was so great. Every time. Wait, this was happened- it you? <laughs> No. (laughs) He was so nice. We had so much in common. Yeah, that would be cheating if we turned to each other. But every time I had this, not trepidation, but just, I don't know, I was tired and Mm -hmm. just didn't feel like making a new friend and finding conversation topics. But every time- It also feels a little like cheating. Yes, another way to just pass time. Yep. There's a lot of that going on. Hey, we didn't plan too much content, but Mm -hmm. we've got two hours. Please turn to the person next to you and talk about being a child. But I met Alice to my left. I think I'll use the real name of this person. Her name was Terry, and we made real hay out of the fact that Terry and Carrie rhyme. Oh, yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. you could probably fill up two minutes of the... Like, what are some other names that rhyme? Uh, Harry, Jerry, uh, Larry, uh. <laughs> Mary. Oh, yeah, Mary. That's a good one. So we were supposed to talk about a quote about the past, future, and present. Oh. I didn't write down the quote. Let's see. At, at least the first time we broke up, I thought we were supposed to talk about being like a child. I don't know. It might have been both. Maybe it was in the past as a child. Because we broke up with the same person like three times. Right. Anyway, so yeah, I talked to uh, Alice. She was formerly a journalist and is nice. now retired. Her husband does not believe in Ekankar whatsoever, and she said that he's an atheist, but he seems to be fine with her doing these things. (laughs) All right. Her kids also are not Ekists. Those were her thoughts on being like a child? No, just eventually our conversation covered a lot of things, because you discuss the things you're supposed to, and then Mm -hmm. you're still facing each other, and so might as well just start talking. Well, we talked about the past, the future, and the present, which, you know, the lesson everyone goes to is live in the present, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, always a worthwhile lesson, but also a little bit of an obvious one. But we we got on a good conversation. I told her that a lot of my maturing in the last few years has been about this realization of what I call benevolent forgetting, like mm. just letting yourself forget things, not have to learn from every encounter, especially conflicts. I have this tendency to immediately be like, oh, something happened and I have to not let it happen again. I've got to learn exactly what happened here so I don't let it happen uh, again. Uh-huh. And instead just being like, eh, humans bump into each other. It's okay. Like, but, So I call it benevolent forgetting. Well, there you go. Um, and if you didn't encounter it until you were in your 30s, then might be a while before you encounter it again. You, right, right, sure. Yeah, so she really liked that. She was like, benevolent forgetting. 
<laughs> wow, I love that. And then and she was and quite. Then a you bit. rolled on your back and started cooing. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, "I'm the new Mahanta. Thank you. It's nice to meet you." Yes, sir. I like you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was quite a bit older than I. She's. I, I think she said she was approaching seventy. She said, and that works really well for me because I'm already forgetting things. Aww, very sweet. That's sweet. But she did share that the future is very scary for her. That she's scared about getting old. She's scared about losing her health and her money. Hmm. She never married. She never had kids. So she feels connected to her sister's family. But, you know, she was like, I'm just worried about, like, my pension running out and things like that. Um, Oh, yeah. yeah, Made sense. Alice, who I was talking to, uh, reminded me a bit of my mom. She just had a similar face, like somewhere between my mom and Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) Okay. Great. isn't too far apart, I guess, Mm -hmm. when I think about it. Anyways, yeah, we, we ended up getting along just swimmingly. Nice. And yeah, I, I know we started with the prompt and I can't remember exactly what we were talking about, but we ended up just sharing more information about each other. Mm-hmm. Sebastian came back up. He was a younger, at least younger than most people there, African-American gentleman. And he had a story about losing an action figure when he was a kid. And mm-hmm. he always felt bad about it. And it was oh, right. always in the back of his mind. Oh, man, I really miss that. And so he asked the Mahanta about this. And so you picture him finding Sri Harold Klemp and having a conversation. No, no, no. No, this, no, no. Of course not. Then you realize eventually, oh, that's right. He had a dream or, you know. Or a daydream. Yeah, daydream. He just pictured this happening. But the Mahanta said, well, go look for it. And so he went on eBay and he did a search <laughs> and someone was selling this old toy and he bought it for himself. And then you expect, like, you're waiting with bated breath. He gets it in the mail. He turns it over, and his name's on the bottom. No, he just did an internet search. <laughs> he, he found a copy. He bought a thing on eBay, a, like we all would. A different Buzz Lightyear, but cool. <laughs> it was nice for him, and yeah. Yeah, it's a sweet story. It is, but I don't know. My mind, at least, like, is waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right, right. But at Eck in particular, <laughs> the other shoe will never drop. Nope, it's always the first shoe. <laughs> just the one shoe. Or maybe the shoe's untied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then you tie it, and You're wasn't like, that a nice oh, story? okay. Yeah, it wasn't not a nice story. But hey, we're yeah. five minutes further into the runtime. It's kind of like your grandma telling you a story at Easter. It's just like, well, I, I bought the turkey, and oh, there was a nice young lady there. And she said, oh, you got family coming? And I said, oh, yes. And, well, <laughs> you know, she's, she's going to college now. She's studying English. You studied English, and well. We had just a lovely chat. You know, it's that kind of, you're like, yep. okay, it's not not a nice story. <laughs> it wasn't need-to-know information. <laughs> yeah, but I guess it was pleasant. I yep. can tell you're happy, so okay. We learned that self-realization is soul recognition. That's important. Okay, yeah. And they were using the term self-realization. Oh, right. You know, I wanted to tell you one other thing about my new friend, Terry. She had a story just like this, uh, a single shoe story. She forgot her pills when she came to the conference. You know, that's Mm -hmm. scary, especially when you're older. And Shree Harold made sure she got her pills. And here's how he did it. She went to him in her mind and she said, I'm scared. Don't know where my pills are. He told her. Again, I'm picturing her having a conversation with Harold (laughs) Klemp. No, this didn't happen. Okay. Yeah, it did for her. (laughs) So he told her, and I think this is very Mahanta of him, that she should call a pharmacy and ask them to to fill it. And you know what? They did it. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? That's a great story. So you find yourself nodding. Oh, that's great. That is great. Now we had to do an exercise where we inwardly chant Sugmod on the exhale. Oh, yeah. They showed us that same chart that we had 
very confusingly recounted in a previous episode, the one with mm. the buzzing bees mm-hmm. and the picture of Harold. I've experienced the buzzing bee. No big deal. Oh, I'm yeah. Carrie. I'm so enlightened. I think it's like the eighth initiation, though, so I don't think. I hope you have a good time on your date <laughs> with Harold tonight. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yes. that my hotline. So we, <laughs> we chanted Sugmad, yeah, after we'd studied that graphic. And then let Shri Harold Klemp give me an experience of myself beyond time and place. And I did it, and I got that pleasant buzz I'm oh, very nice. familiar with now. Oh, yeah. And nothing came to me. Oh, we would chant Sugmad and then take two quick breaths, like the... <gasps> mm-hmm. Sugmad. <laughs> that finished with a may the blessings be... Nice. So then we were asked to write down what helps us reach a higher state of consciousness. Mm. I wrote down letting thoughts go, living now, animals, and then in parentheses, Ella, gratitude, and having humor at the absurdity of life. Oh, nice. Yeah, we talked about patience and humor and acceptance. Those were kind of the main themes that our conversation revolved around. So then Kevin told this little story about how he got mad at his parents and somehow it made him end up in the hospital. But he gave no details about how his anger at his parents made him end up in the hospital. Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. I wrote down like, no details. What the heck? But then later we found out why. My note is very vague story. What happened? (laughs) Exactly. Later we found out why, though. So he explained this much later. There were no details in the previous story because he learned if he gives those details, you might picture it and then manifest it. Oh. So whatever he did to end up in the hospital, he doesn't want to happen he to us. He was protecting us. Okay. All yeah. right. There was a little clip from Shri Harold where he talked about Reader's Digest. Another theme for these <laughs> meetings, a good way to pass eight minutes is to just play a Shri Harold clip. Yep. Why not? I love when an older person talks about Reader's Digest. Yes, that's right. The Reader's Digest story. He was talking about how little stumbling blocks are actually opportunities for growth. Ah, yes. I wrote outsized laughter for bad jokes. Oh, yeah. You know, sometimes he would sort of say a joke, but it wouldn't quite be a joke. It would just sort of have the rhythm of a joke. This is another one of those, it's nice to be the Mahanta moments. And yeah, if something was even a mild joke, everyone would be like, oh, this is our excuse to laugh. Yeah, (laughs) just sort of playful. You get a lot of that with Teal Swan, too, where she just say something just like barely, not even quite a joke. I just curled up the corners of my mouth and kind of wiggled a little bit as I said that. Oh, that's very funny. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Strange. But yeah, the whole opportunities for growth, I, I, like, I, I liked that. I, I wrote down that it reminded me of my evolving attitude toward technology and other like basic existence problems. Mm, mm-hmm. Because I used to, if, if let's say my phone died, I would get in this very angry like, oh, great. Now I have to deal with this just to get back up to the basic level of living, you know, or your car battery goes out. Oh, oh great. Mm-hmm. Like just to even get back to square one, I have to do a thing. And now instead I go like, oh, no. OK, cool. My day is now accounted for. I get to know that I'm doing good, productive, important work. And it doesn't even take a lot of thought. Yeah. This is just like this is part of life. This was going to happen sometime. And wow, this day just gets to be very simple and. I'll just tell everybody this is what I'm doing. It'll be fine. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of an article that really impacted me that was talking about how when you're poor, 
those little things in life can really throw you off the rails. You forgot to move your car. So great. Now they've impounded it. And now you have to go pay 400 bucks to get it back and you owe a ticket. And you know, your, your whole life is messed up because of this one little thing you did wrong that anyone could do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, There is uh, some privilege in there on my part. Harold had a really good line here. He said, I sometimes wonder what God says to Mrs. God at the end of a hard day. I wrote that down too. And that got a good chuckle. The guy behind us said, I never heard that one before. (laughs) Why would you have? And Uh, then the guy in front of him turned around and wrote what he said in his journal. Aw. Well, so did we. Well, yeah, that was me. Oh, oh, I see. (laughs) I'm observing my own behavior as well. Yeah, I don't know if this was my thought or the speaker's thought, but people often won't accept help from outside our tribe. God might send help through our enemies. I really like that. I think a lot about tribalism. I think about it so much all day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of tribalism. Oh, goodness. Diane got up next. She's uh, a woman with dyed red hair. Mm-hmm. And she told a very long story about a workplace discomfort. Yes. This is her opportunity. I'm on a stage. I finally get to tell you about this supervisor where we used to be friends and it became very uncomfortable. And yeah, I'm not sure why she was telling that story. And it was one of those where I was like, man, I wish I could hear the other person's take on this. Mm-hmm. Because I think you said something pretty passive aggressive to that person, but maybe not. Maybe I'm <laughs> misreading. But so she had been in this conflict with this former friend slash coworker, and then she realized that the coworker was, like, providing an important opportunity for her own growth. But so she turned to the coworker and was like, you know what I realized? You're here to offer me growth, and thank you. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that person was probably so annoyed. And she was also lightly proselytizing Ekinkar at the yeah. same time. Yeah. I mean, it's good that she came to that realization, but offloading it on your coworker feels a little passive aggressive to me. I don't know. Did we mention this was a two hour meeting? Oh, no, we didn't. A lot of time to fill up. See, we do save you time. In these workshops. Uh, I wrote here, there's maybe 120, 140 people in the room. That makes sense. We learned that the Mahanta is as near to us as our heartbeat. He hears all our Mm -hmm. thoughts. All of them. Uh oh. Wild. I'm not sure that's a great idea. It's kind of like, you know, when you picture Jesus watching you all the time, like, really? Mm-hmm. Even when I'm in the, the bathroom? It's kind of weird. When I'm pooping? After I've had coffee? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it makes me want to test it. I just want to walk up to him and be like, what am I thinking now? I think you have a number. What do you think? This is nice to know. If you face a fear, Mahanta is always with you. Great. A question was raised. How can soul go about loving itself? Mm-hmm. The answer, love others more. Yeah, this is kind of an inversion of what you usually hear, that you can't love others without loving yourself first. Mm -hmm. This was the opposite. If you need to love yourself, love others more. Oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, It reminds me of that song, you know, the love is like a magic penny. Love is something if you give it away. Oh, yeah. Give it away. Give Give it it away. away. Love is something if you give it away, you end up having more. more. Oh, yeah. Gosh, that was buried way down inside me. I brought That's it back up. Oh, what a she a said. So, yeah, I think the question you just mentioned was from the Youth Ask a Modern Prophet book. Oh. And they were reading from that. Youth Ask a Modern Prophet. Yamp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is a bunch of kids asking Shri Harold questions. Uh, so next, we did a visual exercise where Shri Harold pulls a mirror out of a river and shows you your true self. And finally, I got a vision. I saw that I 
am a mermaid. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. Well, congratulations. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> That's the last note I took. I am a mermaid. All done. Gotta go. Yeah. In the meditation in that moment, we meet the Mahanta by a river and he pulls out a shiny mirror. And then, yeah. We're, you see your true self. Yeah. We're led to ask what we see in the mirror. But I just kept asking myself, why must we focus on me? Hmm. That's what my brain gave me. I was tired. Everybody wants to go to the pool. There were a lot of quotes from the Shariat Kisukmad and a lot of slides. They kept Mm -hmm. posting these slides. I took a lot of photos of them because there was no way I could write these all down. But yeah, lots of quotes. I think I went to check on our friend Ella Poppy at this moment. Oh, that must be it. Okay. Well, here's here's what you missed. Not too much. Uh, We had another breakout session with our neighbors and we had to ask how you uniquely express your love of life. Hmm. So I talked about how I love to read. She mentioned how she loves to walk. Nice. Then I talked about liking to run, and she said she likes to read. (laughs) (laughs) You're like run up up against each other. I like to walk. Well, I like to run. So uh, I like to read. I like to read more. So Alice, she said she might start an Eck book club, kind of based on our conversation, because I was telling her about my book club. (laughs) What are you laughing at? I don't know. It just seems like Alice is just like repeating everything you said plus one. Which is also like my mom. Oh, yeah. Well, except that she said walking and you said running. So mm-hmm. I guess you did it once. But it was related. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I copied her there. Yeah, I amped it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, you like walking? I like running. I like to run. She's like, well, I like extreme sports. I don't know why I said walking first. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they brought up a guy to play his guitar and sing a song that he had composed called A Flame of Love. And it was all about him looking in a mirror as a kid. And now the world is his mirror and about the holy sound of Hugh. Those are my notes okay. on this song. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, one of those things. They're like, okay, not bad. Mm-hmm. Thanks mm-hmm. for sharing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like camp counselor level uh, composition. There were a few songs I heard where I thought, you could either change no words or just one or two words and you'd just have a Christian song. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there was a fair amount of that. Every now and then you'd be in a workshop and you'd hear someone next door playing some mm-hmm. song. There was a lot of music. Yeah. They liked to... Well, they love, they believe that that's one of the key ways of contacting the divine. They love the arts. Diane, you missed Diane telling a story about a contentious phone call she had. Okay. Yeah, good thing you left. Oh, was it another? Just uh, another, like, I wanted to get this off my chest. Oh, Diane. Here's my chance, group therapy. Oh, boy, Diane. The only other thing I have here is that uh, we learned from the Mahanta that there are three important steps. One, spiritual exercises. Two, study. And three, service. (gasps) That's the jewel in the rock of attainment. You got it. So then we went to lunch with uh, Josh. Josh. Our agent. Yeah. What a stand-up fella. Delightful guy. We oh, went to the herbivorous we butcher. butcher. Yeah. So good. It's so good. Yeah, you go order a bunch of like Korean ribs and a cold cut sandwich mm-hmm. and it's all vegan and delicious. Oh, it's so good, you guys. If you go to Minneapolis, you have to go to the herbivorous butcher. What was the donut place? Like Glam Donuts? Glam, Glam Doll. Glam Doll Donuts. Yeah. And I had one that was covered in fruity pebbles. It was yeah, amazing. Yeah, you guys both ate so much. I don't know how you did it. Yeah, plus the beef jerk. We had to take the beef jerky home. And then Josh got on a bike and cycled home. He worked it all back off. Crazy. Anyway, hi, Josh. Well, geez, uh, so far we've gotten halfway through our first day. And <laughs> <laughs> there's 
still so much more. Well, uh, now that we've done all our setup, we'll keep telling you about our Ekankar Springtime Seminar. It was a jumbo experience. Are you trying to tell me, Carrie, that you have a jumbo train? I was trying to sneak it in, but yes! This is exciting. Well, tell me about it. Who's it from? It's from thepeastyle.com to the world. What do you do when adventure and nature call at the same time? The P-Style is a device that allows women, non-binary folks, and trans men to stand and pee while fully clothed. The unique funnel shape directs the flow of urine away from the body, while the rounded back edge can be used to wipe, so there are no drips. And then you just clean it by shaking vigorously or rinsing with water and store in one of their handmade pee cases. They sent me one as a, uh, just a little gifty. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, like a while ago, right? Yeah, a while ago. I still haven't had need, but I got to stand up and pee. To stand up and pee. But also, I just need to think to put it in my bag and bring it. I'm not, I haven't gone like camping or anything since they sent it, but I got to do it. So you can. Check out all the different colors and styles at thepeastyle.com. And that's just the P, letter P, S-T-Y-L-E, dot com. Thep style, if you prefer. Thep style. Thep style. Go get a pee style and put it in your pee case. And it's too bad this didn't align with our urine episodes, but we still Uh, urinate. True. Yeah, I do. Well, you're assuming. I haven't given it up. I I am. I also pee. It's true. Safe guess. (laughs) Well, that's it for our show. We'll be back with more. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. Our editor is on a trip to Peru, so I get to edit this one. Yeah, holla. You can support this and all our investigations by going to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. And thank you to everybody who became members this year because that's... (sighs) Why yes. we got to go do this thing. Yeah, it directly is. So you make all of these investigations possible by supporting us there. You can also support us by telling your friends, going on online bulletin boards, and posting <laughs> sure. messages. Why not? Usenet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, AOL Instant Messenger. The Bare Naked Ladies fan message boards. Napster.com. Maybe. <laughs> Amazon, go and buy a book, and then in the review of that book, just be like, also, I love this podcast. You could make a GeoCities page. Mm-hmm. Or a Squarespace page. <gasps> Guys, this is why you, this is the perfect use of Squarespace. <laughs> just make My it. brain just exploded. <laughs> just a page about how much you like this show. Uh, we'll share it. Yeah, whoever buys and makes a website <laughs> at IReallyLikeRossAndCarrie.com. Or WhoAreRossAndCarrie.com yeah. and make it like Please a, buy a so the bad sci- smear site. Oh, yeah, make it like either Melissa Scott or the Scientologist. The Scientologist always buy. Who is? LeahRemini.com or So whatever. if you make one of those for us and make us look terrible. We'll but don't make us actually look terrible. Like funny Play, terrible. Playfully terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we will love it and we will share it. Anyway, you can also go to iTunes and leave us a positive review there. That's actually <laughs> That's better advice. You can also find us at Facebook.com slash OnRack, O-N-R-A-C, and you'll find pictures. You'll find links. Or go to Twitter at OnoPodcast and... Find out about our live shows, <gasps> see us interact with people. Guys, it's coming. Our live show in LA. Yes, at the bootleg, May 21st at 7 p.m. It is going to be a really, really good show. We're going to have Adam Conover. We're going to have Natalie Palomitas. We're going to have the Candy Crushers, you guys. We're going to have Brad Evans and Nick Sorelli. We are doing a wild thing on stage that's different. You want to be there. A lot is happening. You got to come. Anyway, uh, we'll see you there. 
And remember... Feel the rhythm of being light and feel the rhythm of being sound. Feel the rhythm of being free and feel the rhythm of being life. Feel the rhythm of being here and feel the rhythm of being now. Feel the rhythm of being you and feel the rhythm of being you. Janet Varney, and like many of you, some more recent than others, I used to be a teenager. In fact, just about all of my friends were too, including wonderful women like Allison Bree. I'm dead center on the balance beam, and this is like a big gym. All the ki- kids' parents are there watching. I have to stop, like you know, when you have to pee so bad and you can't even move, and then I just go. I just pee. Oh right in the middle of the high balance beam. (laughs) So join me every week on the JV Club podcast where I speak with complicated, funny, messy humans as we reminisce about our adolescences and how they led us to becoming who we are. Find it every Thursday on Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.